Welcome back. I'm Emily at Emily's Podcast, Tribute to All Little Angels. This is another episode of the review of the questions and answers. This set of questions and answers are from part three, episode one. Question one. How deep was the casket buried when they dug up your granddaughter's headstone on November 26, 2019? Answer, 2.4 feet deep. Number two, can you explain the three pictures of the day of the flood at Easter and Halloween of 2015-2016? Answer, Yes, the picture of the day of the flood, two days after it flooded, you see no tree in the picture to the south. After I told my concerns and I finally met with the city manager on March 28, 2016, at Easter 2016, there is no tree there either. But then Halloween 2016, there is now a dirt pile with their claims they cut down a tree, the South Tree. Number three, the Babyland 6 West sign, has it always stood in front of the South Tree where your granddaughter is laid to rest? Answer, yes, it has always stood there since the early 2000s, and I know within the two days of the flood, no one, not anyone, went to the cemetery and moved the sign in front of the tree they claimed to be the North Tree. The sign is still east in front of the South Tree. Number four. Wow, Emily, with all this proof you have, why don't you try this yourself? Answer. Thank you for that vote of confidence. And wow, I have thought about it. I am a shy kind of girl. I'm emotional when talking about this, but I have noticed within myself, I am getting stronger. But the courage to do that, I would be at an awe type moment of when I first started this whole case. I wouldn't have no idea where to start. But may I ask, does anyone want to help? Number five, when did you first notice the cut lines around the rock headstone? And is this the same rock headstone as the findings you found recently? Answer, I first noticed the cut lines around the rock headstone on October 27, 2021. And yes, it is the same rock headstone. Number six, this is a more personal question, but is this, is, but is this when you started knowing God? Answer, no. An incident happened in my life when I was younger and I was mad at God. I was mad at the world. Later in life, my husband taught me to pray. He told me, you pray, you believe, and God will help you. Over the years, I know the bond between God and I have only gotten stronger. I was blessed with my first grandchild, a granddaughter, 
And I do believe God has made me take these pictures from 1999 for a reason. And I have asked, is this the reason? Number seven, the photographer that overlaid the picture, did you double check to be sure of his findings? Answer, yes. And his exact words were, yes, it clearly shows that. Number eight, are the dark lines still in the grass with bricks showing from recently when you found the dark lines? Answer, yes. As of this past Saturday, Memorial Day weekend, the lines are still visible, although grass is growing in, and yes, the brick to the east of the rock headstone is still visible and I did take pictures. Number nine, I am listening, and all I can say is, wow, they need to own up to this. Answer, thank you for listening. I appreciate that, and I agree. They need to own it and fix it. Number 10, what have you done with Megan's ashes? Did you have them tested for DNA? Answer. The ashes sit on my daughter's shelf in her bedroom. They are still in the plastic bag inside the plastic container the funeral home handed us. We have not checked the DNA yet. And if we were for sure, 100% positively sure, it is Megan, we would have already gotten that done. That is why the ashes sit in the plastic container and not in the rosebud urn we bought her. This set of questions is from part three, episode two. Question number one. This has got to be exhausting. Answer. It very much is. But how does one let it go? You don't. You can't. And who would expect me to? Number two, with all the information you have already given of what happened, are you still reaching out to others? Answer, yes, I am, and I will continue to reach out. Number three, you said you sent an email to your attorney and the funeral home the night of the digging to not cremate the remains in the casket and yet they cremated it anyway. Is that correct? Answer, yes. Number four, when did you realize the city was not going to do their job? Answer, well, after the first shy of a month and a half of a year, when I finally spoke to the city manager and we met at the cemetery so I could tell my concerns. That same day, March 28, 2016, he said he would call to set up an appointment for us to talk about the matter. He didn't call. I called him a few days later when he did agree on a date and a time of a meeting, April 6, 2016. That day, we also met at the cemetery after the meeting at the city hall. 
they went on defense. The groundsman said he cut down a tree, a tree that never stood there. That's when I knew, and I compared picture after picture. I took more pictures to compare to then and now. I wrote letters, I made phone calls to be misled or ignored. Number five, throughout your podcast story, you would ask God for guidance to show you what to do and what to do next if anything needed to be done. Do you feel he has shown you the way? Answer, I do very much as he has shown me the way and guided me to do what I have done and am doing. I follow every feeling, every premonition, every gut instinct, and it hasn't failed me, obviously. Every time I felt uneasy about the cemetery, I would follow the gut feeling and take more and more pictures to compare them to older pictures. Yes, I most definitely believe God and my angel show me the way and will continue to show me the way of what needs to be done. Just as the night of November 21st, 2019, into the morning of November 22nd, 2019. I believe I am definitely being guided. Number six. Wow, Emily, you have been through it with the city people telling you they would take care of it, get it taken care of, and others saying they would do this or do that. How frustrating. Answer. It very much so is. It's misleading, and then to believe they would help to do something and did nothing. I felt like every time that happened, I was knocked backwards to then being in disbelief of what's next with them. Number seven, Emily, do you sleep well at night? I have to wonder if they do. Answer, yes, I sleep well. All throughout this, at bedtime, I would lay down, say my prayers, cry a little, and hope tomorrow would be the day of the new beginning to get it fixed. It's funny this question came up. I was just asked the same question a couple days ago, and the answer was the same. Yes, I do. The lady replied, that's because you're telling the truth. She said, you can guarantee the ones involved are living a life of karma, sleepless nights and thoughts running through their minds a mile a minute. I looked at her and said, I never really looked at it like that. I have said karma, the karma they must be living, but I haven't looked at it from that perspective. Number eight. With the rain the state is getting, is the area flooded or does it have laying water? Answer, yes. It has been raining quite a bit. It does flood. And yes, it does have puddles of laying water. As of the weekend of June 3rd, 2023, the area was soppy with standing water and in other areas in the cemetery, there were puddles of standing water also. 
I did take pictures. Number nine, why is that the area or is it the only area that floods? Answer, the cemetery grounds hold standing water for a few days to a week after it rains. Babyland 6 West is the worst. Looks like a pond at times. Even after the drains were fixed in that area on the west side of the cemetery. And yeah, well, it could be because the street set higher than the drains. The drains set higher than the ground. But I don't know. Number 10. How did you find the family members of the cemetery? Answer. My niece, Jen, looked up the information of the family members of the names on the headstone. We were not 100% positive the letters would reach each destination, but we did get some responses. And I am asking, I am reaching out to my listeners. When you listen, if you have any ideas or suggestions of what I can do or should be doing differently to receive some help with this, please reach out to us. Thank you. This set of questions is from part three, episode three. Question number one. I listened to your podcast and heard you say you have not checked the DNA of the ashes of what could be or not be your granddaughter. Did you check the DNA on the blanket? Answer. I wish we could have, but the blanket was so conveniently washed. Sad but true. So no, we couldn't. Number two. They gave an admission map of the headstones were moved by handing over the map of the area and say they had a survey or surveyor that surveyed the area and it resulted in red boxes drawn in the grass of where the headstones belonged to be further away from where the headstones should be. Why wasn't that enough to get something done? Answer. I wish it could have been enough, but when I didn't agree to the locations of the red boxes, it went back to being ignored and it stalled. They had a meeting in May of 2019 to petition the court to dig the headstone up. In September, they started work on the drains in the cemetery on the west side. In October, we went to court, the petition was granted, they sat in a small drain east of Megan and the South Tree. November, they set in a new headstone west of Megan and the South Tree. In November, they dug. It apparently isn't and wasn't enough. I do have the pictures and the original map from 1999 and the map from 2019. Number three, the dark lines you found after digging up the headstone, do you know when the dark lines appeared? Answer, as I viewed the pictures taken daily at this time, there were no lines in July of 2019, no lines in October 2019, 
But four days before we were to dig the headstone up, November 22nd, 2019, there are lines. The line stayed there until early March of 2020. It shows in pictures. Number four, when they pulled the casket out of the ground, you say it was opened and full of water. Was it clear water or was it mucky, muddy water? Answer, the water was see-through. It looked as though as a kid or someone had washed off their muddy feet. It was not mucky, muddy water for being buried for 20 years. Number five, Emily, I'm so sorry another human being could conflict heart, heartbreak and pain on another. Stay strong. Keep telling the story. Answer. Thank you for that. I'm sorry too. I hope they find, or if they don't find it in their heart to do the right thing, I wish they would. Oh, and I will stay strong to tell Megan's story because it deserves to be told. Number six. In 2020, you commented that if you could cuss them out, this story would be full of cuss words and you'd give them a what for. Then you finished with, have a nice day. You are a sweetheart. Answer, thank you, but I mean it. And who could blame me? Number seven. Do you have the pictures of the two trees, the north tree and the south tree, in the same picture? The tree root pattern should be the same in the pictures to compare the tree to the existing tree. You are correct. There are no two tree roots the same. Answer. Yes, I do have the picture of the two trees in the same picture. And yes, no two tree roots are the same, and I have compared the existing tree to the two trees in the picture, and it clearly shows it's the existing tree, the south tree. Number eight, when was your last visit to the cemetery, and is there anything unusual happening? Answer. As of this past Monday, June 12, 2023, the area is still soppy wet. There are puddles of water here and there. Megan's area, I couldn't get it close enough to walk the grounds because of the standing water. So I don't know. But when I zoom the camera in, I see nothing that I can tell. Or believe me, my shoes would come off and I would wade through to take the pictures. Number nine, what is the name of the Facebook page? Answer, Jen Mike Philhauer, Cemetery Cover Up. Number 10, after the admission of the headstones being moved, did the city move the headstones back to where the surveyor said they were supposed to go? No. Just a flat out no. This set of questions is from part three, 
Episode 4. Question number 1. The lady who called you from the city, did she ever call you back after you returned her call to ask you questions? Answer. No, she did not. Number 2. Do you know how much rain fell the day the cemetery flooded? Answer. 7.1 inches of rain. The street was closed from being flooded also. Number three. What day did your daughter start calling the city to talk about this issue? Answer. May 11, 2015. And we both continued to call until the day, March 28, 2016, when I was finally able to contact someone and talk to the city manager. Number four, when did you feel you needed to investigate this yourself? Answer, after the meeting at the city hall, we met at the cemetery. The groundsman said he cut down a tree and when he pointed out where he cut down the tree, that's when I knew. A tree never stood there, certainly not the south tree. That's when the red flags popped up. Number five, when did you mail the letters to the city councilmen, the city senators, and the state representatives? Answer, I faxed the letters to the city councilman on April 21st, 2016. Letters were sent to senators and state representatives on May 4th, 2016, and I continued to write letters and send emails to so many. With helpful advice, I greatly appreciate. Number six, when did you personally contact a surveyor and have you heard any more from them? Answer, I started calling surveyors on September 9, 2016, and I talked with one or two until February 14, 2017, and I've heard no more from either one. Number seven, when did you hire an attorney and what was the reason for the stalling and being ignored? Answer, I hired an attorney on June 22nd, 2017, and I'm not sure what the reasons for the stalling and the ignoring was. Your guess is as good as mine, but if you read the timeline and look at the pictures, it all lines up. The story tells the pictures. The pictures tells the story. Number eight. You said you and your daughter probed the area in the cemetery to find tree roots. When did you do that and did you find any tree roots? Answer. We probed the area where they said they cut down a tree on May 5th, 2018. I took pictures of every level the probe went into the ground and we found no tree roots. Number nine. There is an east-west street in the area of the cemetery, and you said there was a headstone that sat on the north corner of the east-west street, and now it sits on the south corner of the east-west street. Can you prove that in pictures? Answer, yes, 
You can clearly see the headstone used to sit on the north corner of the east-west street, and now it sits on the south corner. And another thing that needs to be pointed out, if you stand where they say they cut down the south tree and take pictures, you can clearly see the whole east-west street corners, not just the north corner as demonstrated in the reenactment pictures. Number 10, it said in the podcast that the city planned to hire a JGVE engineer to survey the area. When did they suggest that? Answer, my attorney mentioned it to me after the city manager told him on August 7, 2018 but they didn't survey until January 2019. And the headstones were and are not in the correct location still to this day, even after an admission. Thank you for listening. Stay kind with your words.